and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And we're continuing down our journey to try and quantify and wrap up this freaking year, yeah. 2019. The monstrous the that it brought us. year of K-pop that it was. So last week we talked about B-sides. Mm-hmm. And next week, we're going to welcome a special guest and pick the top 15 songs, according to us and the special guest. Yeah, our definitive best ofs. But this week, we thought we would take the format that we used last year for mm-hmm. our wrap-up episode, wherein we had some categories and were able to separate out yeah. certain songs and why we the like them. AMAK end of year awards. Yes. I think that's a good way to put it, that these are like our individual awards for achievements in yes. blank. <laughs> Excellence in a variety of car- categories. Yeah, totally. So, um, I mean, I guess I feel like the best thing to do is probably just to like get into it because everything will bring up. Re- Go on. Before we get into it. I have a surprise for you. What? Because it is the end of the year and you are going home for Christmas soon. So I have. Oh my God. Oh my God. How dare you? Oh my God. Uh, a present. What you bitch? <laughs> well, I already bought you your Christmas present months ago, which was 17 tickets. So. <laughs> True, so don't true, forget. true. No, you you gift me all the time, and this oh is just a little, oh, a, a little something. Oh shucks! Oh shucks! You don't want me to read this. You out can loud, read it all out you? if you want to. It's fine. Oh God, here we go. Words cannot express how grateful I am to have you and my on my side in this life. You are a constant source. Source. <laughs> It's in beautiful cursive. Constant source of joy, love, and support to me, and I simply love you. Merry Christmas. Thank you for being my friend. I would like to tell you all the ways you make my life wonderful and all the reasons why I love you, but words fall short and I can't put them together quite right. Just know I wouldn't do this without you. Love and Helga. Okay, what's in here? <gasps> what? Oh my God, you bitch. I can't believe you did this. Oh my God, it's so beautiful. Oh, shut up. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so oh, I should show the camera. I got, Angelica has made herself a sweatshirt that is like a Da Vinci version of XOSC. Michelangelo, I, but yes. Michael, oh, excuse me, Michelangelo, <laughs> and I thought it was so cool and beautiful, and she freaking made me one, but it's Hyanna as the Venus de Milo, or the, no, Aphrodite. Birth of Venus. Yeah. Birth of Venus. <laughs> I don't, see, I don't know about classical art, but I do know that I love Hyanna, and this is so freaking cute. I can't believe you. I love this. Yay, I'm so glad. I worked really hard on it. I hope you like it. I do like it. You hid this from me. I watched you paint the other one. I know. Well, when you said, like, you you know, you came over and I was still working on my EXO sweatshirt and you were like, bitch, why didn't you just send this to me to Photoshop it? And I was like, because I have other things that I'm working on. Oh, it's really pretty. I can't wait to wear it. And I I loved the color of yours. And no, I'm so excited. I know. As soon as you came over and we're like, oh, I really like this sweatshirt in my head. I was like, yes. 
<laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> oh, thank you, girl. That's so sweet. I really appreciate You're that. so welcome. I love you a lot. I love you, too. Okay, well, let's just keep the love going and give out our K-pop awards yes! now. <laughs> and talk about all the K-pop we loved this year. Because we can never talk about We can never talk enough. about it enough. Yeah, I hope that all of these episodes we're piling on you guys are not too much. And spoiler alert, we're doing them all on the same day. <laughs> so we're putting it on ourselves as well. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> um, okay, what category do you have first? I don't know if we need to, like, if there's an order we should do these in or not. Um, we could go in any order. It doesn't matter to me. All right, so we will start with a cat. We had to change up the categories a little bit this year mm -hmm. because of how many extra episodes we planned yes. to do. So last year we had a B sides category mm -hmm. and a song of the year category, but this year we replaced those two with, with entire episodes dedicated <laughs> to those categories. Yeah. <laughs> so um, one of our newer categories, or I think we FUD, we used this one last year to justify a certain yeah. choice, but we for. Achievement and performance. Yeah. Um, this was an interesting one for me, and I feel like I had a hard time finding one because there wasn't like a... I didn't watch Queendom, mm -hmm. and there wasn't like a Breakers-type show this year where yeah. like I would have seen excellent performances or mm -hmm. whatever. But the one that I decided to go with was SF9 performing EXO's Love Shot at KCON New York. We get it. You're not wearing your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just thought this was interesting because SF9 came on my, my radar this year because of the first album they put out. Um, the single was called Enough, and there was another song on it called The Beat Goes On that I really, really liked. Um, and I didn't have a place for those songs in any of the other uh, lists. And I was like, how do I get SF9 on here? because they like mattered. And this was how I found to do it because I love an EXO cover and they wore the outfits properly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they did. Very mm. bold to go with the like almost exact same outfits and like same color palette because if Kai wears something, like why would you also try to wear that same thing? But good job, boys. Yeah, they look really great. And I feel like there's probably some people listening who got to see that in person because mm -hmm. it was at KCON New York. So like, I love a good fun KCON, like KCON special stages will be important to us forever as stars of one yes. so you know so just gotta shout so it out true. um what about you what's a performance or some performances that you'd like to chat about this year so i did um a little bit of what we did last year in which i had like nominations for each category so i do have three choices mm -hmm. and then i picked a number one from that um my number three choice was Full disclaimer, um, all of my choices are incredibly predictable. I make no apologies, <laughs> but I just want to say up at the top that I am an SM slash 17 fan through and through. Uh -huh. And if you thought I was going to surprise you <laughs> by getting into a new group this year, you're wrong. <laughs> so let's just get that out of the way now. Right. 
My number three pick was my dear sweet The Eight, who did his own little mini solo debut oh, with Dreams right. Come True. And he debuted that on a Chinese show. Mm-hmm. So it was a performance. And I was not able to buy that song here in the United States, but I loved it. I loved that music video. He came out with it, or not a music video. I love the performance, I loved the choreography video. Um, my number two pick was also a 17 choice. Um, I picked the performance of 24-7 from their album showcase that they had. Um, but my number one pick for best performance of the year was Itzy's Melon Music Awards performance of 2019. I love that performance. I will admit not all of their vocals are like super stellar the whole time, but the overall performance of it I thought was fantastic. They are excellent dancers, of Mm -hmm. course, and they do like a really cool, they do really great like rearrangements. But what sealed the deal for me was that they have a full marching band on stage with them the most of the time, like they start out with it um, and use the marching band for their intro, but then they go into Dala Dala. But for it, for Icy, they do a full marching band rearrangement of it. Mm -hmm. And I love, I love it. I think it's so, so cool. It is cool. And I'm I'm sad that we had to record these before all of that um, award and end of the year show performance is finished because mm-hmm. there's probably stuff coming up that totally. we haven't seen yet. But that was a really great one. Um, yeah, it's a it's a it's this was their year. This is their yeah. debut year. And mm-hmm. they've like really been what, handling that well. Yeah. What a stellar debut they have had. Totally. Um, OK, next category is a new category as well because of a a particular trend this mm-hmm. year, which was many, many groups putting out full English songs. Yeah. Whether they be English remixes, like SF9, who I just brought up, did an English version of Enough. Um, there was also Lay had his English, the English version of his album this year. Mm-hmm. Monster X put out multiple English tracks. Um, NCT did English remixes. I'm trying to think of any more off the top, but there was like a, it I'm felt sure like a there lot are more. Yeah, there was a lot. Um, so, do you want to tell us what your favorite English song for the year was? Sure, <laughs> my number one favorite English song of the year will come as no surprise. It was Wavy Love Talk. Got me going through the roof, roof. Really don't care what we do, do a. We can fly to the moon. I see your lips moving, but we ain't got a clue. Baby, we two distant strangers. Um, so this one, like, I think this is. We can just have a general conversation about this before I do my pick. Not only were these English songs all English, all of them were sl- most dirty, dirty songs, dirty songs, sex jams, a like, classy fuck jam, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but we, you talked about this song like at length because it's relatively very new. It is you talked about it le- recently, but I, I do love the concept of a song that's like about two people who are very attracted to each other but do not speak the same language, and that he's like. 
I'm inviting you somewhere. You don't even know what I'm like. The farmer's yes. like, you don't even know what I'm saying. That's my, like, fa- my the favorite. The line I see because he says it too. He's like, you, uh, you don't know what you don't speak my language, but also I see your lips moving, and we ain't got a clue. Like both of us are talking to each other, and we just we don't know, but we're still gonna do it. And I in lo- Vegas, in Vegas, <laughs> love it. It's so fun. I know. Um, so my, I'm going to give my award to a song that I know is the very close runner yes, up for you as well. Of the three English Monster X releases that we got this year, more of which are coming on an album coming out on Valentine's Day. So look Ooh. forward to that 2020. But I have to give my English award to the most straightforward K-pop song I've probably ever heard, which was Monsta X. Love you. Looking at you, I got one thing on my mind. I really, really wanna love you, but I can't say the word I want to. Cause they won't play it on the radio. But I know you know my literal make me crazy. <laughs> Go on and take me. Uh my only complaint about the song is that it's too short. Agreed. Agreed. We've we've talked about this. Oh no, you. I don't think we've said we this said, on the we air. We said this the other night because the yeah. the no, most recent Monstax English song that I can't even think of what it's called right now because it's not someone someone middle of the night. Oh, the new song middle of the night. I also love it, but the the all of the Monstax English releases don't have bridges and they all end yeah. at like three minutes. Where's the rest of the song, guys? Yeah. Yeah, where's the rest? That's where all is. that's all how I feel is I just want to know where the rest of the song is. Yeah. I love I love this song. It's just like it's so simple. It has almost mm-hmm. nothing going on Absolutely. in it. But it's so catchy. And there's just something about the way it's starting with Honey being like, Simma down. <laughs> like, yes, I love that. I love it. I love that it starts with Simma down. I love the line, the way you look right now is so unfair. Yes. Um, and I love just like Monster X to me, like, I know, I don't want to like presume that they, anything about their intelligence, but to me, they're just like dumb meatheads that are like beautiful and just like simple, simple. I shouldn't say dumb. I just think of them as very simple boys. There's like a hot jockiness about yes, them. And I feel like this song is jockiness. very much like a hot And I just song. like bless these boys for not, not using a metaphor to save their life I just like I feel like it is truly my favorite part about the song is the simplicity of it and the straightforwardness of like I'm not hiding the fact that I would like to fuck you right now but I can't can't say say that that. because we're in public and then they won't play this on the radio it's very meta I love it it's hilarious it is really hilarious and also sexy and adorable Mm-hmm. Which is like that's a that's a fine that's a good those are three things that define Monster X. They are hilarious, sexy, and adorable. And adorable. And simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've always I always think about it and it makes me laugh and it feels like the truest thing ever. But you said to me once at some point this year, because this 2019 was like my I just my first year with Monster X because I started to fall for them last November. Mm-hmm. And then this year was like my first year with them. But you said at some point during this year that Shonu reminds you of like a bear that turned into a boy, <laughs> like the opposite of brave where the mom gets turned into a bear. Like if a bear got turned into a boy, <laughs> like that's what Shonu was like. Cause he's always just sort of like 
blinking and quiet and he looks like maybe he's a bear who doesn't know how to be a person and he's just like <laughs> pretending to know what human emotions are <laughs> but he's just a bear boy and I think about it all the time whenever I see him and I love him I always think of the gif that you made of him just going oh 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 oh, oh, oh. That's show new to me. Yeah. Just no, a big totally shrug is. and a blank, stupid face. <laughs> a beautiful one. A beautiful, beautiful blank, stupid face. All right. Next category is a category that we must have mm-hmm. as aforementioned SM stands. Yes. Which is that we have to pick a favorite SM station of the year, mm-hmm. which is a challenge most years because but SM songs, station songs are usually good. I totally agree. And I, SM station songs are like... Uh, they are a genre of music that I love. I feel like they just, I have, you mentioned this a little while ago, like in a previous episode, maybe in the B-Sides one, where you were talking about how like you really, like you love bubblegum girl music, you love smooth R&B, right. you also love like super dramatic. And I love like a certain genres of music and like, I don't know, like calm, cool cafe music mm-hmm. is a is a genre of music that I really like, and that's usually what SM does. And normally, it would be very difficult for me to pick an S- a favorite SM station song, but this year, I would say, for one, they, they do not release one song every week the way that they used to. So there was significantly fewer mm-hmm. SM station songs to choose from this year. So they usually come out with about 50. This year, they came out with like, 10? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen all told. Okay, fifteen altogether. And although many of them were sort of fit that same vibe, I really only got into three of them. Um, but our number one choice was was not up for debate. It wasn't up for debate. Uh before I say it and play it, I will like take a moment to call out some of some mm-hmm. of the strong points. Dio's song, That's Okay, that he put out before he went to the military is like absolutely beautiful for that for that me- that melancholy yeah. that you need. I also, this was a half English release, Don't Need Your Love, NCT mm. Dream, and this British kid Harvey loved it. It's very Justin Biebery, like very, very Western. Yeah. But that one was super fun. Mm-hmm. Schumann put out like a solo before he went to the military. Mm-hmm. I really liked Keys, Cold. Um, it is very, it's a little sad and melancholy, but it's like just very, it fits in very nicely with the rest of his discography that he recently came out with. Um, and of course, I loved Chanyol's SSFW. Um, I think that's like an excellent summer track. And I really liked that he sang throughout the whole thing mm-hmm. because Chanyol's singing voice is one of my favorite, right. is one of my favorite voices. Um, and so I, I liked that too. Yes. But as you said, there could really truly only be one choice. Yeah. A beautiful a debut, a debut and a goodbye all in it, all in one. All at once. When our sweet dear Minho put out, I'm home. Now I think as. As my ultimate bias, I was it was bound that I was going to buy and play and listen to this song a lot. But I'm so happy that it was such a good like I don't feel any kind of like, oh, this is out of loyalty. Like this is a good song. Yeah, I (laughs) I agree. I think it is a good song too. And I 
actually do listen to it every single day mm-hmm. because as soon as Mino enlisted, I set this as my alarm and I was like, well, I'll just leave this as my alarm until he comes out of the oh. army. And so... <laughs> Is that really cheesy? No, I don't think so. Um, But now you have to tell everybody how the cat has become involved in this. So, okay, so I'm a snoozer. I snooze often and I live alone so no one is there to care. But so the song starts with a little whistle like... And I click immediately, right? I just like snooze it and I snooze it a bajillion times. And then my cat, who you guys all met in my 17 reaction (laughs) video, Cookie, Taraji P. Hansen, um, she knows... That if I let him sing, I'm going to get up soon. Because what I do is I snooze it, snooze it, snooze it. And then when I'm finally ready to get up, I let the whole thing play. And I just lay in bed and I listen to it and then I get up. Uh And so as soon as she hears him start to sing, she (laughs) comes up and jumps on my bed. And she puts her nose right in my nose. And she comes when Mino sings. Oh, see, I love that. And it's so cute. Cookies of a shawl, too. Uh, of course she is. <laughs> She's my daughter. <laughs> um, she would have to be. Yes. that like That's really sweet. I love that so much. And this song, I think we talk a lot about, I mean, it's just a general... It's just a general part of life that like music carries memories and then like Absolutely. becomes it reminds you of something forever. And this song came out right before our trip to Korea. Mm-hmm. And whether it was on TV, playing in a store or just stuck in my head, we heard this song every day of yeah. the trip. And so I feel like it's always it also has like that like memory of like mm-hmm. a really cool like vacation and like memories of being in a different place like also on this yes on this I always see in my brain out us sitting in Busan watching the music video on TV yes mm-hmm. yeah. yeah oh it was great so I was really really proud of him for putting something out before he went away and and such a beautiful song and it's a good one it's a really good one um yay so that was our favorite SM station mm-hmm. obviously all right Next category. This is technically a new category because we decided to split it yes. this year. So, solo, perf- best solo performance by a male artist mm-hmm. is the category. Um, what what kind of what solos did we have this year? What's on your like runner up list? Where were we like coming from? My runner up list is like wow, she's a predictable bitch <laughs> because my number three is Key. I want to be okay. Um, I loved Key, and I actually was in preparing for this very surprised at myself for not including any of Key's face album in our end of the year awards last year oh, yeah. because it came out in November, um, and I didn't, and we recorded that in December so I don't know why that slipped my mind because I absolutely loved that album and I still listen to it now Um, but I Want to Be was the repack that Mm -hmm. came out in 2019 my number two pick was Tamin's Artistic Groove um, because I just that whole album is fantastic I'm a big fan of it and that song to me, that song is is the number one off of it but it was a B-side but my number one it's also a B-side off of Baekhyun's album, You in Village, but my favorite song off of it is Betcha. Yeah. 
I love this song. Um, I think it's not, I mean, it's catchy as fuck. Yeah. And it is groovy and sexy and like the vocals on it are killer as always because it's Baekhyun. But it's also cheeky and like cocky as yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that's what Baekhyun, like Baekhyun, like I like shake my fist in the air at him because he's yeah. such a cheeky little shit. And uh, this is a good example of that song. I love the line, she's so selfish, but I like it. But the whole chorus is just a, you're going to be mine. Like, yeah, I betcha, betcha. I'm going to get you. And I'm just <laughs> like, God damn it, Becky. And like, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> I think, I like really, it's been really interesting and I appreciate it. And I feel like I've come such a long way. And this year was very important because like, Beckon used to be one of the most forgettable EXO members to me, like, years ago. Fair. I just, like, I used to confuse him and Chanyeol, like, didn't even know. Wow, and blasphemy. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then I, like, and then I, like, just knew that, like, he was, bit, like, that he was, a like, a tea-spilling bitch who would just, like, say stuff about people on. And I just, like, yeah. knew him as a shit-stirrer and, like, made fun of his goofy relationship. And we, like, made, we would, like, we love to bring him up on this show as, like, a hilarious, like, character in K-pop. Yeah. But with this solo album, I feel like he reminded me and, like, solidified in my heart that he is fucking Excellent. Mm -hmm. And that's why we excuse all of the other ridiculous things about him. Because he can sing. He can sing. Yeah. And thank you to CBX. He can dance. Yes. Like, obviously, all of EXO has always been, like, a dance-heavy group. But he is now, like a dance center mm-hmm. for EXO and also capable of doing it in Super M, which is truly impressive because that group has both Kai, Timmin, and Ten, Ten in it. Yeah. So to be able to hold your own in a dance-heavy group of dance super, super stars, like, good job, Beck. Good yeah, job. I'm just, yeah, it just feels... Proud I, of you, boo. Yeah, I, I've, <laughs> I've kept him at, at, a, at a careful distance for so long and been like, I don't know that guy. But, like, this year... <laughs> No, it's not true. I do know him and I love him and he's just reminded me of such. So I love that pick. My pick is also extremely predictable, but it had to happen somewhere. Another solo debut, a very important and historical one. So my favorite solo male song was Don Money. Uh, I'm just, I got our love, our redemption story. I know we've been talking about this a lot because it's relatively recent, but thinking back to like this time last year, you know, I had no idea what was going to happen to my mm-hmm. sweet boy. Like I didn't, and, and Yana even said in an article recently that like, she didn't think that Sai was going to sit like sign him. She just like asked Sai to talk to him and see if like maybe he would buy a song from him and like just try to be a behind the scenes like songwriter or something. But Sai was like, no, like I want him and I want him to be a solo artist. And I'm just like, I'm really thankful to Sai for giving him that chance because he yeah. clearly proved himself with this that Absolutely. like he is the artist that like Hyuna says that and I've been that he is. Yeah. Um and that even though he was kicked out of his group and people thought that his future was ruined that his own like artistry 
and musical talent or whatever was able to like shine through with this beautiful and poignant debut Mm -hmm. where he chose to like make a poetic ass song about like the evils of greed and capitalism and like growing up in capitalism. Like it's fucking art. He's my art boy. Absolutely. He chose (laughs) to make a statement with his solo debut. And I think that that was like you said, incredibly poignant, especially after the year that he had and like all the troubles that he went through to then come back and be like, you know what? Now that I have this platform, I'm going to choose to use it to really say something instead of like, because he could have just made fun pop music, but he chose not to. Or he could have done something salacious and like uh, written a dirty song about Hyuna that would get everybody's attention. Like there were options, but like, yeah, he chose to Mm -hmm. be like, I'm going to do poetry instead. Yeah, And to just like allow his, like you said, his artistry to really speak for itself um, and to, to sort of say like, you know, he doesn't need to rely on his famous girlfriend for his press and his talent and his mm-hmm. success because he is an artist in his own right. Totally. And this was an excellent, excellent example of that. Yes. Yeah, so I'm so proud. And so that had to be my favorite male solo of the year because my boy is back and redeemed and we'll get to see more from him. Totally. Because his career wasn't ruined. Suck it, Cube. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Cube. Uh, all right. Where is Yana? <laughs> More on that later. Hashtag where's Yana. Um, Okay, next category. Same deal, solo, but female artist. This is going to be, this is another one that feels like an undertaking because we are thankfully very blessed with a lot of active solo female artists right now. So, I mean, we had a son, we had a son me comeback. Two, mm-hmm. right? With Noir and La La Lay. We also had two Chunga comebacks, Gotta yes. Go and Snapping. Um, Boa hasn't, as of this recording, come out yet, but she's coming out soon. And she did feedback earlier, but we didn't like it. But we didn't like it, but we love her anyway, so yeah. it's okay. Um, but I, I'll go first, but my ultimate choice on the same note, again, like, getting to see my queen rise from an uncertain from an uncertain 2018 my pick for solo female is Hyanna flower shower yeah this was just I feel like I couldn't have asked for a better like Come, official comeback, like comeback of Yana, mm-hmm. like in the way that, because I feel like we talked about it really early in the podcast, but the way that K-pop uses comeback as a first, sure. but I feel like in this case, this was like a for real, the way we would use it in Western media, comeback. Yeah, absolutely. Of Yana. Um, and I like, a lot of people seem to be really focusing on the fact that the song wasn't quote unquote sexy, but like, I don't know. I feel like, I think in one sense, it is a sexy song because Hyanna is sexy always. So like no matter what she does, it is sexy. And there are certain looks in this music video and certain aspects of the choreography that are sexy. Like part of it is the partner dance where she literally grinds her hips into a man. Right. So like if you're ignoring the idea, like it's not about sex. Sure. But it is still a sexy song. But I also feel like that's such a cheap criticism Uh because... Ultimately, if you're criticizing her for not being sexy, you are undermining who she is as an artist because 
she's not a one note person. Like totally. she is a three dimensional artist with a lot of different aspects to her personality and to the kind of music that she's wanted to make. And if you really look at her discography, she's always had a cutesy side. Hello, Bubble Pop. Yeah. So Bubble like, Pop is a cute song. I don't care what anybody says. It is a cute song. But I, yeah, I think, I feel like Kiana is the only person where I get riled up about other people's <laughs> opinions about her like most other things I can let it go because I don't like that toxic fan worry stuff but the way that people talk about her makes me crazy mm-hmm. so there was a bit of like oh she never wanted to be sexy and this is proof of like Cube made her do that or people being like this isn't the Hyanna I want this is and I just have to say as one of her number one stands that like this is exactly what she wanted to make she'd been working on the song since January And she is the queen of metaphors. And the metaphor about this one is about how like flowers die, but then they come back. But then sometimes they don't come back, but you have to appreciate them while they're around because they're beautiful to look at. Like she was making a point about herself because there was, even though this comeback was successful and like people were very receptive to her and Dawn and like things are going to be fine. There was always that chance that everybody would have said, no, we hate this. We hate both of you. Absolutely. We're done. So I feel like her putting out this, like this song about like the circle of life as it were, Mm -hmm. like in the metaphor of flowers, Yeah, I think was very like poignant and smart. And I also think that Hyanna has always been, at least in her solo career, a very thoughtful and intentional musician. Right. And so to come out with a criticism that says like, oh, this isn't what she wanted to do or she never wanted to be sex. If you think Hyanna put out music that she didn't want to put out at any point in her career, like, I'm sorry, but I don't think you've been paying attention. Right. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't do what she doesn't want to do. That's yeah. a very that's a very important part of her. Mm-hmm. So I loved Flower Shower. I thought it was great, and I'm very much looking forward to the possibility that next year that her, her and Hyo can have like full albums. Because that was my only sadness is because the this and Money were digital singles. I couldn't buy, like, I would have bought them. It would have been so fun to, like, have a physical copy of, like, oh, their first thing back, but they didn't make it. So here's hoping the next one is, like, a real album and that I can buy it to support them. Absolutely. Um, So my uh, top three, I actually had Hyanna as my number two pick. And the only reason I put her as number two is because I knew that she'd be your number one. (laughs) Um, But this morning, I caught up on CL's new new stuff. And so I have to say, I think that she bumped my number one and took took the spot. Um, Because my original lineup was number three, Sun Me La La Lay, because I love that song. Um, Number two was Hyanna Flower Shower. And my number one pick was originally Taeon Spark. But Ooh. then this morning, I watched the music video for Rewind, CL's new song. I love it. Talk about artists coming into their own. Like, this whole new CL, like, YG-free lifestyle that she's coming out with this month. She's, if you guys haven't been following, she's going to promote a new song every week. So far, she's come out with two. Uh, One is called Done, and the second one that you just heard is called Rewind. Actually, maybe Done came, I don't know the order in which they came out. No, Rewind came out first, That's what I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rewind was first and then Done. Um, This song 
not only is the music video entirely made up of like actual personal photos of hers, this entire comeback seems to be an incredibly personal story for her, which is beautiful. And this song, I think it, it has so much emotion. It like really tells a story. Um, and it's so, it makes me emotional. I think it's really beautiful. And I'm just like very, very excited. I always liked CL and she makes like really fun music, but she also is an artist with something to say. And so I'm, I'm very excited to see her future and what 2020 is going to bring for her. Oh, totally. I love that. It's very, very exciting that she is like free now. And uh, if there's any like CLs dance who want to like correct me on this, but my assumption is that the dates that are in these song titles are like how long she's been holding on, like that she wrote these songs then and has been holding on to them since then it's or possible. something. Because like Rewind is like 1602, Rewind mm-hmm. slash 160204 or something like, yeah. so, which makes me think that maybe she's had that song finished since February 2016, but like, and as or a, started working on it and yeah, iteration. but just because like, we all know that like YG has just been like blocking her mm-hmm. from doing anything for so long. So it feels like there's a bit of, I've, it makes her sound petty to say that it's like a fuck you that it, it, but there's, I think that is part of it because like YG has like been hold like literally holding her in that, in the metaphorical basement for so long, mm-hmm. even though she's like one of his, you know, most popular artists ever or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it also felt like a nice show of solidarity that all of the other members of 21 and several Big Bangs are in the video The video for the done. Yes, and Tay, Tay, uh, Tay, Top has been hyping her up on his Instagram in his, in his very top way. <laughs> and I love it. I just love to see um, artists supporting each other. And yeah. I, it's great. It makes me feel like better just knowing that the very few people that are still left at YG are mm. even still being like, but she's right in this. Yeah. And so that's nice. Because she is. Because she is. So, yeah. And I we're think done with you, we YG. Are. We are. Done. I like that. I'm really glad that both of our solo awards went to, like, redeemed queens yes. that, like, deserve their spotlight, no matter what Agreed. their companies have said about Cheers that. To Cheers that. to that. All right. Okay, next award. This next one is for favorite rookie debut or favorite rookies of the year. We did a whole episode about all of the girl rookies. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And uh, my choice um, for favorite debut was basically just based on what did I listen to. I had to do what did I listen to the most because – Thankfully, while we still do feel very behind on, like, all the new stuff that the kids like, there were a few, like, rookies that I paid attention to. Um, So I'm going to make my choice TXT, Tomorrow by Together, which is Big Hit's new boy band. Um, Their debut song was called Crown, and it's fine. It's, it's, like, it's fun and it's memorable, but the song I'm going to play to commemorate giving this award to TXT is one of the songs I played the most this year off of their debut album and it's called Our Summer. Are there only five of them? Mm-hmm. Oh. 
Yeah, they're just a little bitty group. I don't know group. why. I, just, I always assumed that there were a bunch like of them. Like tons. No, they're just like a little bitty five piece. Um, but I still, like, I still don't know literally anything about them. <laughs> but I do know that both of their albums that they put out this year, I really enjoyed them. I think the sound was overall... No, I mean, that's the thing is that both albums have a lot of very different sounding songs. I wonder if Big Hit is still trying to figure out like exactly what they what want they their sound to be. To yeah. be. Um, but I liked whatever it was. It definitely feels slightly more Western in the like mm-hmm. arrangements or whatever. But I, I, I occasionally like to be caught up on what the cool new pop music is. And this made me feel that way. Um, I listened to this song and another one called Blue Orange Aid that's very like boys to men. Uh, so much, so much that it just wouldn't, it didn't, it would have seemed wrong if I picked anything else because of how much time I spent listening to this debut album. So I had to give my rookie award to TXT. Fair enough. Um, my rookie award, I, I did come up with three and I, I, I picked my number three pick from our girl group, uh, episode because there were really only two rookies that I paid a lot of attention to this year or any attention to this year. And like, I know that there's so many new boy groups and I just like, don't you guys, I just can't. I can only get into one group a year, and last year was 17, and this year was wavy. Spoiler alert, that's my pick. <laughs> but I but I had to go through and like just look at what music did I like. So from girls from our girl group choice, I picked my number three choice, just shout out to Rocket Punch for Bim Bam Boom. I really liked that mm-hmm. song and I like Rocket Punch. Um number two choice was of course Itzy. We've talked about them all the time. We'll talk about them more next week. But my number one pick is Wavy. Uh they debuted on January 17th of this year, and their debut song was called Take Off, which is fine um i think it's fun i, I, I like take it off. no i like take off a, a lot i learned the core i learned the chorus of the dance to it um i really i do enjoy that song but wavy is a group where i knew i was going to pay attention to them because they had my 10 in it and then i saw the music video for let me love you and i said okay i will invest in all of you because it was just adorable you guys, if you haven't watched that music video, you have, you have to. to. It was that music video that got me vaguely interested enough and that I have been like slowly trying to build my wavy familiarity since then because Hendity's face and haircut like it's very really striking struck in me. that music video. Um, but I, I had only been avoiding it because Lucas is so dangerous and I like can't. And you got to witness yourself this weekend while trying to make <laughs> me watch a wavy show that like... I can't handle... It's the same reaction I have when I watch Mandalorian and Baby Yoda is on screen. <laughs> like, if Luke, if I have to look at Lucas, then I'm just like, no! Heartbreakingly adorable, as Werner ah! as Herzog said. He's just... Lucas is just like Baby Yoda. They're the same. Uh, he's so cute. Sorry, that. that's not about the song. Um, I just, I mean, I've talked about Wavy to death on this show. You guys know that I love love my son and his hot friend, Lucas, and their besties, their little family. Um, I've just, 
I've so, so, so enjoyed falling for them this year. Um, and I really just can't wait to continue to watch them. They're together now, um, promoting and doing fun stuff. Uh, they actually performed at the Mamas, which I was surprised yeah, at. Yeah, it was SM, really cool. Yeah, it was a great performance. And SM doesn't usually send their artists to the end of the year shows, so it was fun to be able to see them. They won a Mama Best New New Artist Award, yeah, um, which I was very proud. And I'm just, I'm so proud of my son Ten, and I am just like so excited for him and his brothers. And I love, I love them very much. Oh. Yeah. Yay. That's good. That's a cute one. Good <laughs> debuts. Oh, yay. Okay. Now we're getting into our like possibly like bigger awards or I don't know, just broader categories. After intermission, the ones you've been waiting for. Yeah, totally. Um, okay. So the next category we had was best concept. Mm-hmm. And I debated this one for a while because I feel like I really liked all of CLC's concepts this year. Mm. I thought they had some really good ones. Like I liked the vibe behind No and Devil was fun. And um, I mean, I always appreciated like all like the looks the darker looks we got in the later of the year, like with Monstax and 17 or whatever, like there was good fashion and this like dark leather straps boy kind of thing that was happening that I really liked. I don't know. Anyway, I decided to go very big picture with my concept choice because it was a way to bring up this song that like earwormed itself into my brain. So I, for my choice for best concept, I went with UHSN Popsicle. So if you didn't hear about UHSN, which I hadn't heard about them until a co-worker went to Korea as well and came back and was like, what? Tell me about UHSN. And I was like, what? And I had to Google it. And then I realized that we had seen them. Yes. When we were in Korea, we went to one of the bigger palaces. And while we were walking around, there was this group of like girls of all different races in Hembok with a whole camera crew. And I was like, and little selfie sticks. Yeah, I was like, something's going on over there. So it turned out that all of these girls had been taken together from taken taken together, sorry, (laughs) taken from different countries and brought together. Recruited. Recruited. (laughs) Right. I'm using scary words. No one was taken, no one was kidnapped. They were voluntarily recruited for a television program. <laughs> anyway, the girls were from Russia, Sweden, Thailand, Egypt, Norway, the U.S., Ukraine, Poland, Estonia, and Japan. Um, and UHSN is like a um, an acronym that stands for like foreign exchange girl mm. or something. So the, the premise of the show was that it was a short reality show where these girls had to learn about K-pop and Korean culture so that they could properly be like idols yeah. without offending anybody or whatever. And they put out this song Popsicle and they got to promote it. They were treating it like it was a permanent real group, but like it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> um, but when I first saw this song, I was like, oh, wow, that's really wild. And then the song would just get stuck in my head. And then I realized that I kind of loved it. So I had to call it out because I thought it was 
a very interesting concept for a show. And oops, they wrote a catchy song on top of it. So did we talk about them in our girl group episode? We did not. We talked about that other girl group that was made of all Asian uh, girls from different Asian countries. That's right. And I really liked that one, too. I This is fun. Z Girls. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. We didn't talk about the UHSN. I think because it, we decided it was impermanent, and that is why and that they didn't shouldn't make count. the cut. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I agree. I think that this is it's a fun song, um, and it's a fun concept, too. And apparently people were very receptive, and— and said that their Korean was good and that like so the song the song was easy to listen to because it wasn't like they sounded wild. And also I thought it was interesting and maybe a little unfair, but I maybe it helped with the practicing. The girl from Japan is an AKB forty eight. Like oh. she's in that giant sure. uh J pop group. So there was at least like one professional in the mix. <laughs> um but yeah, so that was my that's my concept pick for an interesting concept, UHSN popsicle. Fair enough. Um my I so I, I'm gonna sort of count them down. Go ahead. Um my third Third choice for best concept this year was Mamamoo's Hip. Um, I really like, I like so much about that song. I really like, I like listened to it and immediately was like, ooh, this is a slightly different sound for Mamamoo. It's like very choreo heavy, which they don't usually do. And that's really fun. Mm -hmm. And it's a very much like in your face, like, I don't care what you think, which is just Mamamoo's style. And I love that. Um, My second choice was Dawn Money. Um, I just... We just talked about it. We love all the reasons why it was a yeah good concept. Exactly. Um, and my number one pick, um, which we will also hear again next week, but that's okay. Um, my number one pick for favorite concept is Seventeen Fear. Not sorry. <laughs> Yeah! Uh, so this is interesting to me because last year, I remember I was on the plane home for Christmas. So it was like the very end of December mm-hmm. when the Getting Closer yes. music video came out and we were like, oh, goth team. And we were like very worried about like our sweet, soft, jumpy mm-hmm. little 17 turning into something else. And yeah. then I think this was like the fullest conception of them being like, we are men now. Absolutely. Look at our chest and our pelvic thrusts. We are, and we are angsty. We are poison. We are poison. Stay away from us. That's the whole lyrics of this. No, I'm, it's not. Doesn't he say I'm poison and you no. should stay away from me? That's not what it's about. It's not. This music is, this song is about how insecurities are a poison. <gasps> and you, that when the poison drink, like when, how it, one insecurity can seep into you like poison and spread and grow and not only spread through your own body, but spread through the, uh, the group as well. So it like starts as one person and then goes to others. Um, and although you're right, the lyrics are a bit more of like a, I am. I'm well, just cause he straight you. up says yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. poison in the lyric mm-hmm. in the chorus that I thought that was the intention. The metaphor is not a love song, but more of like a, Almost like a monologue to yourself. Oh, like all yeah. those dark thoughts, like I'm my poison. I get it. Yes, I get it. I get it. Yes, yes. Um, and so that is why I chose this as my favorite concept because I am just this uh, in a variety of ways is sort of like the quintessential 
17 album, in my opinion, because I think that this is the album in which they, they've always been a self-producing group. Sure. But this, they said themselves, is the album where they poured all of themselves into it mm. and finally felt secure enough in their career to show the darker side of 17 and to show those insecurities that they've had because they have had from their debut like a very bright personality as a group yeah and that's what they're known for and they were worried about showing their sadness and their fear and their anger and their insecurities because they didn't want to like alienate anybody um, or like worry or anger the fans and they finally felt comfortable enough to share that sure. side of themselves with the carrots and with the world. And I was just so, so boundlessly proud of Aww. this entire comeback. And I just, I love them. Oh, that's very nice. That's very nice. I love that. I love that. Okay. Awesome. And this is art, baby. Yeah, it is. It is art. And I, the teasers, I remember the teasers being particularly shooky or shaking, shookening me, especially the part where, where like Jonghan has the like the blood the lipstick yeah. smeared that I was like, wow, what's happening? And then another reason that people were scared is that there's like a cop, like a running continuity car in some 17 music videos but in yeah. this video the car is like crashed and it doesn't have wheels mm -hmm. and it's like suspended in the air and like burnt what out what happened to yeah. the car yes <laughs> what happened to 17 they turned a point in their career that's what happened yes they did and they're here to to present themselves honestly and i love that that's really cool great love it all right next category was another tough one um Best music video. Now, I was trying to think of, like, what were the music videos that I watched a lot? Mm -hmm. I watched Monster X, Who Do You Love? a lot because I really liked the Luke. Like, the, they all Absolutely. look very good in that music video. So, like, that stood out in my mind. And then, like, Flower Shower was one of my favorite music videos because, like, the Hyuna looks are just very, very good. Oh, they're all good. In it. Um, but... The choice that I went for for best music video was a really early song. It came out in January, but it didn't come into my life until we did our Support Girl Groups episode. My choice for best music video of 2019 is Cherry Bullet Q&A. Um, so I think this one was a little bit, it was slightly reverse engineered because this song, I touched on it in the episode when we brought it up, but like, I immediately loved this song. It just grabbed me right away and I've listened to it so, so much since I became aware of it. So I was just trying, I was mostly trying to find a way to be able to call <laughs> this song out, but I do particularly like the music video. Um, oh, your choice was, re was reverse engineered. Yes. I see. I thought you meant the song was somehow reverse Oh, no, no, no. I mean my choice, my yeah, yeah, yeah. Your forcing it onto this, onto this list. list. Gotcha. But I do think the music, like, 
I chose it as a strong music video because a lot of the other music videos I liked this year were truly just visual based. Yeah. Like it's a group that I like and they're wearing outfits I enjoy mm-hmm. or something. Totally. But this was like a music video with a concept and a plot, which didn't happen a ton this year. There was a lot of just like, we'll talk about it next week, but sitting around in neon boxes yeah. and stuff. So the fact that this music video like has a plot where the girls are like in virtual reality and playing like love games and they have like bedazzled like Nintendo power shooter things. And I just like the retro futurism vibe of the whole thing. And I just really, really, really liked this song. So I needed a way to talk about it. Hey. So I picked it as my favorite music video. Fair enough. Good choice. I, I like this song too. It's very cute. Um, I have not listened to it since we did our girl group episode um it's, it's very bubble gummy but it's a fun it's a fun song yeah i loved it uh my top picks for a music video i had some nominees so my number three choice is happy now by hot oh, felt yeah i really liked that song i like i'm not i'm i won't call myself like a hot felt stan or like big fan because i really don't know that much about her discography but Mm -hmm. that song i really loved that song it gets stuck in my head all the time and the music video is really fun um hot felt is yenny from wonder girls for those of us who don't know um and she has like a very sun me vibe about her i think like not in a way i don't want to like try and and be like all the wonder girls are the same yeah i don't want to try and like discredit her or sun me but i think that they both have a very similar like fuck you attitude in the mm. sense of like, I don't care what you think. I'm going to make the kind of music that I want to make. I'm going to look the way I want to look. And if you don't like it, don't fucking buy it. But don't come to me because I'm not here for your complaints. I'm not here for you. Um, and I just love that attitude yeah. in general. And she deserves it. And I hope she's happy now. And Moonbule is a feature on this song, which is a fun yeah. a fun crossover for me as a Big Mama Moo fan. Um on that note, my second choice is Sunmi's Noir. Um, mm. I, I would say that of all of Sunmi's releases this year, La La Lay was probably my favorite. But I love the noir music video because one of my favorite things about Sunmi is her sense of humor. And yeah. her sense of humor is dark. Yes. <laughs> and it, that is a, a great... A, Noir is a great example of that dark sense of humor that she has. Um, so if you haven't watched that music video, highly recommend it. Yes. Scathing um, indictment of, of social, social media. media. Absolutely. Um, and, but, I not and, but, my number one music video of the year was one that just like truly made me feel lots of things. And it should come as no surprise to anyone that it is uh, XOSC's Closer to You. I loved XOSC. Yeah, of course. Um, but this song, I I liked this song a lot. It was the, they, when they came out with their debut, they promoted three different tracks off of their album and they came out with three different music videos. This was the last one. And this song is very beautifully intimate in the like simple details of it like it is a it is a love song about 
just wanting to, it's literally about wanting to call a driver so that the two of you can sit in the back seat and they can, and he can be physically closer to you. And like the chorus is about how like the car turns and, and like you, my ooh, body slide. like leans into you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the like little details in the lyrics, like at the beginning of that clip we just played, Chanyol says something about how like the way that you sing when you sing along to pop songs and like, it's just about noticing little details yeah. that make you love someone um and it's a it's i just love it i love it so much yeah. and the music video which is the category you chose it for yeah they all look we talked about it when it came out but mm-hmm. they like look so spectacular and the video itself is very sparse in like in a i think poetic way to go, match the lyrics in that like the guys are outdoors, like yeah. in seeming the middle of nowhere, but then there's like a dinner table set up mm-hmm. and they're wearing like very nice suits with no shirts underneath to Hell like yeah. get that skin in there. But it's like they're, I feel like it's in that, uh, in that your name kind of way, you're supposed to put yourself in the empty dining chair or yeah. whatever, because there's not much else going on in this video, but Chanyol and Sehun either in the backseat of a car or just sitting alone at a table or walking around the empty table. Mm -hmm. But they're not actually anywhere. It's like the table is in the middle of nowhere and the car is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, absolutely. It's like about, it's just about. Because the rest of the world doesn't matter. Yeah. Just here in the car. And like being able to sort of fit into that situation where like, A, you, the two of you are in your own world. And so Mm -hmm. like the outside world doesn't matter because you're just wanting to be close. But also in the sense that like this situation could be anywhere, anyone, anytime. Like you don't need that specific context in order to feel this way it's just how you feel all the time yeah and I love it wow beautiful I love that that's a great choice all right (laughs) okay now we're at our final category and I think it's appropriate that we saved it for last because we've mentioned so many oh have I skipped one no we didn't do subunit (gasps) oh no I skipped it wow 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 well then we gotta go back Okay, we're not at the last quarter. Not, not at the last Or we could just not do subunit unless... No, 10. Okay. <laughs> it must happen. Fair enough. Okay, next up. I should have put this earlier in the list, but I skipped it. It doesn't matter. The point is that all these songs are good. You want to edit it and like <laughs> copy and paste it? Like, no, that will be so annoying. That. I'll forget. <laughs> so anyway, next category. We used this one last year as well. Yes. And this was for our favorite subunit. Now, I think last year when we picked this category, there were a bunch of subunits that came out. There was like CBX and Triple H and like mm-hmm. stuff that we care a ton about. Yeah. CBX and, is the best part of EXO. I'll make no apologies. Right. <laughs> and then this year we had XOSC that we just talked about. Got Seven did just two with JB and Yugum. But those are like the only two like big subunit debuts that like yeah. came to mind. So I thought this is another one that I like used a little bit of trickery. And I think you did as well. Technicalities to allow for this to be a favorite subunit song. Do you want to go first? I will. I will go first. So we just did our favorite music video and that was my choice was XOSC. And if I'm fully honest and I just think about the like real subunits that debuted this year, of course, XOSC is my number one. Like. Duh. Mm-hmm. Duh. Duh. 
I loved I, this album was XOSC's album. What a life was, was divisive. Not everybody liked it. I will say like, I truly did really enjoy it. And I don't think, I think in some cases, like there's a, an instance where like, I will stand something just because I really like the people, like a sort of loyalty aspect. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel that way about XOSC. I really do think Standing Alone, I enjoy that kind of music that they made. I described it at one, I described it as at one point as sort of psychedelic stoner hip hop, um, which is an aspect of my personality that isn't often hit in K-pop. Sure. Um, So I personally really enjoyed the whole album, but because I just talked about XOSC, I'm making a last minute decision. Oh boy. And changing my number one pick because I just talked about XOSC and I would have made you listen to Borderline because I love that song and it's a B-side off the album. Listen to it if you haven't. Chanyol and Sehun performed at some festival and they did that song live and it's very good. There's no choreo, but it's still good. Anyway, my number one pick for best subunit, even though it's not technically a subunit, is Super M. And I choose the song No Manners. And this kind of counts as a subunit-ish song in the sense that there's only four of them in the, right. on the track. It's only Timin, Kai, Ten, and Taeyong that sing this song. Well, there you go. Um, so whatever, complain if you want to. I make no apologies. I fucking loved that song. I didn't love Jopping, um, but I, I'm fully supportive of Super M now. I was, I was questionable when we first started oh everyone knows it's documented oh i know don't worry about it. oh i know (laughs) i was worried i was worried about my son and his hot friend but i worry no more and i am very pleased and thankful that i can enjoy super m without worrying about him or lucas because i love Timmin and I love Kai and we all know we love to hate Beckyun and uh-huh. so it's just like fun to be able to see them all together and soon we'll see them Yes live! and I I've, I've been duly warned that like no manners is like that all of it but that no manners is going to be a problem so Oh yes it's a a partner dance apparently Oh fun cool yeah. can't wait mm-hmm. excited um, so my pick for favorite subunit, I also had to bend the rules a little bit and use the term subunit as technically as you possibly can so that I could, again, squeeze another favorite song <laughs> of mine onto a list. And so my pick for a subunit song is NCT 127, Highway to Heaven. Yeah. This song rivaled many of the others that have been spoken spoken about for most played on. Like if mm. if uh, if I still if I was still able to connect to iTunes and have that tracked, I think Highway to Heaven would be really 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 high. <laughs> I listened to it so many times. I feel like Superhuman was a close 
second mm-hmm. as far as NCT songs that I listened to this year. I loved this Highway to Heaven song. I didn't care for the English version as I usually don't care for English versions of things yeah. because I think as opposed to like an, an English song, English song, the lyrics tend to be awkward mm-hmm. when they have to, when it becomes like a version because then they're trying to like fit and you're used to the other rhyme scheme or the other syncopate. Anyway, point is the harmonies in this song are really, really excellent. Mm-hmm. And those like twinkly, like harp or whatever that like lovely instrument that's in the background, some kind of pretty something. It just makes me feel calm. And I really, I don't know. I just really liked this song and it made me wish that I had like a, like a convertible or something to drive along a cliffside and be like, highway yeah. to heaven. Like, I don't know. It's just, got, it's got totally. a lot of vibe. And I really, really, really liked this song. So I made it my subunit choice because technically NCT 127 is a subunit. Yeah, of the larger <laughs> NCT beast. So sure. there you go. 100%. I got it. I accept. Thank you. I accept this bending of the rules. All right. Great. Okay. We have reached our final category. And it's appropriate that it's last because we talk all the time about how our favorite element of K-pop is the choreography. Absolutely. So every year you got to talk about choreography. And I just wanted to mention, because I was just curious, if I wrote them all down right, the choreographies that we learned this year were Icon Killing Me, yep. Chunga Gotta Go, mm-hmm. Itzy Dala Dala and Icy. Yep. We learned Card Bomb Bomb. Yes. Blackpink Kill This Love. Yes. And Chunga Snapping. Yes. And BTS Mic Drop. Even though that song drop. is old, we learned it this we year. We learned it this year. So what do you what was like your favorite choreo that we like did this year, if you have one? Ooh. Uh I don't know. I was when you first started reading. My first thought was Icon. I was going to say I that. I really liked that one. I did too. We don't do boy dances that often, but there was. I really that song was not a song I probably would have ever heard otherwise. Same. And I did like it. And I liked that album. And I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have bought or listened to that album if it hadn't been for us learning Icon in class. And what I liked about Icon's Killing Me was that it was different. Like boy group dances are often, we don't usually do them because they're often very like hard. Like BTS mic drop is very like, I'm cool. And like, I am not a cool person. So it's difficult for me to translate that in my dancing. But Icon was different. It was like, it had a very unique style to that choreography and it was super fun. Um, But I maybe would choose Icy Mm. as my favorite. Um, I really loved learning that. I love Itzy, and I think I was, I like personally. You felt are good, good at it. About. You're very Thank good at Itzy dances. I feel like thanks. Doing K-pop dances sort of taught me that there's like, you know, everybody has their strengths, and there's something mm-hmm. about. I think it's your long, long legs and long <laughs> arms. That's something about the like itsy dances. They you do them very well. Thank you. I like never would have thought. Thank you. I agree. I feel like they fit my aesthetic in a way that I like never Didn't would have expect. expected them to. Um, because before we learned itsy, I was like, oh, my aesthetic is like. Timmin move, which mm-hmm. is like not a typical K-pop style of dance, so which is why I often feel like I never quite nail it. But then we did Itzy, and I was like, I don't know why these make sense to me, but they do, and I just love, I love them. Um, but yeah, so I would say Icon or, or Icy are my top. Cool. 
I was just curious. What um, are your favorites? My favorites, like of the ones that we learned, like agreed with you on everything there. Um, I think I learned that I have, I have a Chunga affinity myself. Yeah. I was fortunate enough to get to be the Chunga as my dance teacher puts it twice this year, once yeah. like during festival season, which is very fun to do. Um, it was last year, but I think the dance that I was like, oh, this is for me. was like G idol la tata. Mm. Like, I think my, my vibe comes from like, do I get to like squat most of the way down and like sh- shake my butt a little bit with like <laughs> wristy arms? Like I can do that. I don't know what it is, but I can do that. So see, I feel like in the way that I see or that itsy fits me very well, Chunga's choreography fits you very well because it is like softer and like sultry and it does have like a hipness yeah. to it and it just like fits you very well. Well, thank you. I do. I I have a, a larger lower half that helps <laughs> me in that way. Um, but that's a good transition that I will say that after thinking about it long and hard, because as always, there are so many dances that I appreciated this year. But one that I remember striking me the first time I saw the music video and it being something that was very much in the front of my mind, I think learning it when you learn something, yeah. it like takes its power away a little bit. But like thinking about it hard, my choice for favorite choreo this year is Chunga Gotta Go. Chunga is a force to be reckoned with. For sure. And she had a really great year. This song came out like first thing, like mm-hmm. first week of January. So yeah. it's like been a part of the year all year. Snapping came out later and was great. But I'm just like very proud. I'm like proud and amazed and excited to see everything that's like coming Chunga's way. Because I remember when she debuted with Why Don't You Know, my immediate thought was, well, this is bold. That like she was coming out as a solo when every other IOI joined a group. Yeah. So I thought like, oh, well, I hope they're confident in Mm -hmm. that. And her first song, while it was catchy, I feel like it wasn't the best um, showcase of her vocal talent or her dancing. Or her dance talent, really. And I honestly thought, and I think part of it probably is to do with her being like very nervous Mm -hmm. in her debut, but... I felt like her debut stages that I saw just didn't have that wow factor. I was uh, honestly underwhelmed by her debut and she's so proved us wrong. Yeah. Um in like the best way. I'm so so happy. Yeah, no, for, I'm like, glad that she's she awesome. Is. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, I I specifically remember when this song came out that the 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 cor- the chorus point move of the floaty feet and the little mm-hmm. shoulders was like so cool yeah and the like very intense stare that she gives when she like is walking forward and I don't know she's just really amazing and there's like a specific way that she holds that she just holds her body and the way that she like holds her hand like mm. there's something so intentional about her like wrist choices yes. when she dances that it's like I don't know she's just a she's just a pro yeah. Um, and I'm very, very impressed with her. And I'm glad that we have her because because debuting as a solo artist is scary and it is risky. So it's very nice that it seems to have been paying off for Chunga. Absolutely. Absolutely. Before I name my number one pick, because it is, again, 
perhaps predictable. Um, I would like to just shout out to other Please. nominations. I nominated G Idol's Lion. Oh yeah. I really but people were like critical of the music video because they were like, there's literal lions in it. Why? But I loved the choreography. Like I watched that choreo- choreography video, the like dance practice version, a lot. Cause it's they for one, G Idol for the first time, like really does use a lot of backup dancers, which I think is always fun. Um, and I just think the the choreography is very different and it's very exciting and it's very interesting. I really it's like a visual feast that I really enjoy definitely um, watching. Um, my second nomination or my number two nomination was Follow Monster X because Ooh, yeah. that choreo is simply mind-blowing to me. Like, it is so intense. Um, it's so intense. And it's just, like, incredible in, like, a way that Monster X can only can be. Yeah. Um, it's very... It's very them. Um, And I like that song and I really loved the dance for it. But my number one pick is uh, 17 Snapshot. This song was so fun. I'm glad they promoted it a little Mm. bit because. This is the set, like, as much as I appreciate what you were saying earlier about, like, Seventeen wants to grow and, like, be adults and share their, like, deep hopes and fears or whatever. Mm -hmm. I also just like it when they're little bubblegum babies (laughs) and cute outfits. And, like, this is what Snapshot gives me is it gives me that, like, my sweetie poo Seventeen that I like so much. Totally. Absolutely. And I really liked that they chose to promote fear and Snapshot together because because it's like the total They couldn't opposite. be more different. They couldn't be more different. Um, but one of the things I've always loved about Seventeen, one of the things that made me a carrot in the first place is number one, their choreography in general, but specifically the like pantomime-esque like the pantomime elements of their choreography because what really grabbed me was their adore you with their like very interesting formations and they would do the play with like pantomiming different scenes of like bowling or like playing basketball or like in Monse they do their little like jack in the box thing. Yeah they crank someone up. They do such fun stuff with their choreography partly because they do have so many members that they can have fun with the formations but this choreography and I know I've talked about this on the show before Snapshot is a very like literal choreography where they like pantomime like taking a picture and like focusing the picture and like changing the lens and they the way that they illustrate the story with their body is amazing and unique and one of the many many reasons that I absolutely adore 17. Oh yay (laughs) that's so good okay So that brings us to the end of this episode with our little, our little mini award show before we get into our... AMAKs. Yes, I love it. So congrats to all the winners today. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be mailing you your trophies. I can't wait for you to see them. (laughs) Um, Okay, so that's it for today. We will be back next week with a special guest and a 
definitive quote-unquote list of favorite songs for the year. So no I, quotes. It's the official. It's official. The Sorry, you can't fight us. of 2019. No <laughs> arguments allowed. Um, if you want to get in contact with us before, then you can reach us on social media at amakpoppod, amakpoppod at gmail.com. Ask me about K-pop the podcast on YouTube and Amino. We always love talking to you guys. Um, I hope that you all had a nice holiday if you're a holiday, end of year holiday celebrator. Um, and we will see you next week with much more 2019 K-pop. Bye-bye. <laughs> you're our inspiration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me what should I do? Do we have poison? I know I can take it no more. Anymore. <laughs> the way I love, the way I love. It's okay. It's okay. Oh. Oh. We all there. Yeah, yeah. yeah.